Hi, this is Janet Lansbury, and in this segment of Janet Lansbury Unruffled, I'm going to answer a question about screaming. Okay, here's a question from Teresa from Facebook. Hi, I read your book and love it. I love the communication tips and acknowledgement. It's along the lines of how we parent our almost 3.5 and almost five-year-old girls. But what drives me insane is the verbal incessant demands slash screams. While the girls follow directions and don't bite, hit, or kick, well, that's nice, they do yell at me a lot. LOT in capital letters. I try to acknowledge their feelings while holding the boundaries firm, and they are strong, insistent little people. They ask for something, I say no. They say, but I want it. I explain why the answer is no and offer other options if possible. And they just start yelling about how they want it. I acknowledge they're upset and frustrated. And then the screaming continues. Okay, I'm gonna stop right here. So they ask for something, I say no. Right, no, this is what we're doing or this is what we're not doing. They say, but I want it. Okay. It's helpful if this doesn't jar us or grate on us that we can just accept. Oh, interesting. Yes, I know. It sounded like you wanted it or something like that on that level. Very unruffled. Very, you've got a right to complain and yell and scream and have your disagreement with my limit. So this is the most important interaction for us to get comfortable with as parents. We disagree sometimes. You disagree with me. You don't like what I choose as your wonderful parent that's always looking out for you and looking out for you know our relationship and all these important things. A lot of the details of that are things you, my child, are going to disagree with. That's called being in a relationship. That's called very, very healthy. So getting comfortable with this as parents is important because what it sounds like is Teresa isn't comfortable. As soon as they say, but I want it, now she feels like she's got to, I don't know, come up with another answer or fix it or, or you know, convince them further or do something else to make them not say something like that and definitely not scream. But actually both those things, but I want it, you know, whining, asking for it a million times and screaming, stomping their feet, all of those things. Again, it's great that they don't bite and hit. That would be something to calmly stop. But all of those reactions are within the realm of disagreement, the way children disagree. You know, they don't disagree very politely and diplomatically. You know, actually, I disagree. I don't like that choice that you made mother no they do it like this they through these disagreements they actually release other emotions other stresses that they have so it's always positive bigger the overreaction the more you can be sure they're getting out of their system and that's a plus because that means you know like all of us when we clear feelings we feel better now we're at our best again. Now we're feeling happy. Now we're feeling comfortable. And if we can clear our feelings as a child, not only clear them, 
but have them be calmly accepted by our parents, that is one of the biggest gifts we can give children because what we're saying to them is, all these sides of you are okay with me. I accept all of you. I'm okay with you disagreeing. I'm okay with this side of you that's you know not liking things that I do. Magic as parents, if we can give that message. Most of us as children did not get that message that it was okay to be angry, that it was okay to disagree with our parents and have strong feelings about that. So again, this is gold, this is magic, this is the good stuff. Take advantage of these moments. So they say, but I want it. And you know, you might just look and nod and just nod your head. Yeah, you want it. Without even saying that, saying that with a nod or a look, very comfortable, very certain in your decision. Then you explain, this is what, what Teresa said, she explains why the answer is no. I wouldn't do that unless you want to give the briefest explanation, which I would probably give the first time when I say no. I would say no, that's not safe. Or no, I don't feel like doing that right now. So you don't have to explain further just because they've expressed their feeling about it. And the feeling started with, but I want it. Don't get into trying to explain yourself. That's trying to talk them out of disagreeing. Offer other options if possible. No, you're getting caught up in trying to fix it, trying to take away the disagreement. Well, look, you can do this, you can do that. Da 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 da. Look at all these wonderful things you could do. Don't be disappointed. Don't be uh, disagreeing with my decision. See, it works out fine. No, again, all the child feels with that is you're invalidating my right, you're invalidating me and taking away my right to disagree. And sometimes they're disagreeing again because they need to blast you about the stresses they had at school that day or, you know, that you were gone at work or a number of other things that they had trouble with a friend or with their sibling or something else. It's important to trust. There's always a reason and it's always positive for them to disagree and have feelings about that. So then Teresa says, they start, she offers other options and they just start yelling about how they want it. Right, mom, you're not letting me say no. You're not letting me disagree. You're not letting me have my feelings about this. It does tend to amplify the feelings when you're not listening. You're not, I'm not being heard here. Just let me be heard. So roll out the red carpet for the screaming. I know this is counterintuitive, counter-cultural, counter-everything, but it's very important and the key to having the comfortable relationship with your children that you want, that I know that you want. Roll out the red carpet, scream to your heart's content. This is what I've decided. I'm a great parent making great decisions. Not that you're going to say that, but in your mind, I'm working really hard to be the best parent for you. So the screaming continues. Let it go, let it blow, let it flow, all of those things, just let it be. And it will stop. Have you seen children do this? I see it all the time you know, with toddlers. They scream so loud, they yell so loud, or they cry so hard. And in that moment, I feel like this is gonna be the rest of my life in this <laughs> situation. And look what I've done to this child and all these, I go to all these terrible places. 
But when I'm brave, when I let my shoulders drop and just relax and let roll out the red carpet for them to have their feeling or their response, it goes away. It goes away very, very quickly. It's magical. So do this, trust this process, be this brave hero that says, go, tell me, tell me how much you don't like this. I want to hear, I want to hear the full extent of it. You know, blast me. I'm strong. I'm your mom. You're my kids and this is normal and healthy for us to have this exchange. Telling yourself all those kinds of things will help. So then she goes on to say, the worst is in the car. I can't say I won't let you yell at me. Uh Uh-oh, so she's been saying, I won't let you yell at me. Well, that's making this all worse because now she's, by saying, I won't let you yell at me, you're giving your child this big ticket to bother you. Here, look, here's something that I can't control you doing that really bothers me. I don't want you to yell at me. So again, I would have the opposite attitude. I would be, yell at me when you're mad. You can't hurt me with a yell. So she's set this up as we commonly do all of us she is set up this situation where her children can use this as a power tool to bother her so at that point it even becomes can even become something other than just pure authentic i need to scream it can become i need to scream plus i need to my mother to figure out why her children can just do something like this so easily that blows her out of the water So anyway, she says, the worst is in the car. I can't say I won't let you yell at me because I can't stop them. That's true. You can't really ever stop someone yelling at you. You have to know in your deep in your heart that they will grow out of this. They will be able to self-regulate. They will not always be people yelling and screaming. Now, if we yell and scream, that's going to be a very profound modeling because everything we do is profound modeling. So that can actually create a a screamer. But other than that, this will go away if we can respond to it calmly and allow it and accept it and understand it and not be phased by it. So she says, while I remain calm inside, I feel trapped and tortured. That's because um, she feels like this, I, I think this is because most of us When we feel trapped and tortured by what our child does, it's not just because the sound is loud, it's because we feel it getting to us, like they're being mean or we're supposed to do something to make it better, our child is not happy and that means the world is not good at this moment. We go to those kinds of places. So yes, it's loud. Yes, I would just calmly put your hand, you know, your free hand, if you have one, on your ear. Uh, if it's terrible and they, and you say, please, okay, you guys, can you save that for when we get home or something? If it's, if it's really bothering you, then I would maybe pull over. I would really maybe consider if where you're taking them is a privilege for them. If it is, I'd... Be very honest. I'm not going to sit in a screaming car while I take you girls shopping. Uh, So we're going to turn around. That is a very logical, honest consequence. And the only kind I would ever use because it comes from your heart and your personal boundaries and you not being a doormat. 
So I would stop it at that point, but there's really nothing else that you can do that's effective. And again, I wouldn't even do that to be effective. I would doing I would do it because that's your real feeling. I just I can't stand this and I'm not going to take you guys somewhere fun if you can't respect me on this. So other than that, I would let it go. I if you say anything, I would try to very much understate it. Huh, that's a bit loud. Hmm. That's a bit strong. Those kind of responses totally sucks the power out of these behaviors that come under the category of we can't control those. Same with words that they use as weapons. Uh, same with, well, really almost everything. I would have a calm, this doesn't bother me, you're little kids, I'm a grown-up attitude. And that tends to diffuse so much of this and certainly take the testing out of it, making it more authentic. That will help you to know that you know, when, once you've taken your testing out of it, you're, you're uh, being the uh, recipient of testing, such a, uh, I don't know, such an easy recipient of testing by having a reaction. Once you take that out of it, then behavior becomes much more just purely authentic. Wow, she just felt so upset she needed to scream. So our responses add on to these behaviors, putting a little edge on them because it's not just about that they need to scream. It's about they found this easy way to bother us. And it's a little bit disconcerting that it could be so easy to bother your, your mother, who's an adult, been on the planet a very long time. So what Teresa says is, it makes me want to cry. Oh, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, I think um, Teresa is going to a place of feeling victimized by this behavior. Like her daughters are being bullies and, and just being so unkind. And she's taking this to a very personal place, which again is common for us to do. It's not personal. The only thing personal about it is that we've had um, a big response to it. So that means we, what we do have is the power to totally diffuse this behavior and make it very, very rare by, again, underreacting, knowing it's normal, knowing it's healthy, knowing it's positive. The more they get out, the better, the less primal screen therapy bills you're going to have in the future. <laughs> that was one of Magda Gerber's jokes, my mentor. She used to say, Sometimes if a toddler was screaming, having a meltdown in, in uh, one of her classes, she would say to the mother, well, she won't need to go to primal scream therapy when she's older. And I don't know if <laughs> that seemed cold, but uh, we all got it. We got that this is healthy for children, young children especially, to do. And teenagers, by the way, not that much different. They need to scream, they need to slam the door, they need maybe to say, I hate you, those kind of things. So rather than seeing these kinds of behaviors as a fail or being feeling like a victim to them, see them as a win. Not that you want your children to be upset, but a win for your relationship because of the way you're handling it. The messages you're giving your children are amazing. You're safe with me. You can show me your dark sides. Your feelings are a safe place to go. I'm, you know, I'm a mom who knows what I'm doing. It's a great opportunity. 
Now, Teresa says, I have just been feeling beat up by the yelling and that they won't stop arguing the boundaries. Okay, I didn't even read that before I, I said, it sounds like she feels bullied by her children. So don't be somebody that can get beat up by yelling. You're bigger than that. You're stronger than that. Rise above this. You can't get beat up by yelling. So again, seeing this differently, rolling out the red carpet. Yell, yell, yell louder. Go, go guys, get it out. Yeah, you really don't like what I, what I chose. You don't like this boundary. Tell me, I want to hear it. If you had that attitude, you'd be set. And they, that they won't stop arguing the boundaries. That's a really good point. They won't stop arguing the boundaries. No, they won't. But the question here is, why are you arguing the boundaries with them? It takes two to argue. If you're not arguing back, there's no one to argue with. So let them complain about the boundaries. Let them say what a terrible boundary that was 50,000 times that they really want to do it. And how could you do this? And all again, expressing feelings, positive, good, rise high, rise above it. Imagine yourself this big, powerful person because you are in this relationship and you know what they need you to be they need us to be big powerful people in this relationship because if not they can't be little kids in this relationship they can't be the kids unless we're the big powerful comfortably and gently powerful grown-up so then teresa says i feel like i'm doing something wrong because i'm feeling annoyed well, uh, yeah, so what's wrong is the way that she's perceiving her children's behavior in response to her limit. The way she's perceiving it is what's wrong. So feeling annoyed, if we're perceiving this in a healthy way, won't happen. I don't know how to fix it. That's right. We, none of us know how to fix somebody else's feelings. Throw your hands up and surrender to that. Thanks in advance if you can help. You're very welcome. I really hope this helped. I share more about this in my book, No Bad Kids, which is available on audio and on Kindle and Nook and iBook and some other places I'm not thinking of right now. Uh, this should really help you get the dynamic of our relationship with our children around boundaries and how it feels to have that back and forth where we say, here's something that you really don't want to hear, but this is how it's going to be. We stay comfortable. They ask 50,000 times, keep nodding our head, maybe, you know, or we don't, we just, we, we let it go. Every 10 times they say it, we say, wow, you're still bothered by that. You're still thinking about how I said no to that. You're not liking that. So it's clear. It's uh, maybe a bit scary to go to these places and just let these feelings explode. But there's a great freedom in it as well. And when you get used to this feeling, these feelings of, uh, I don't know, diving out of an airplane, whatever it feels like to be able to just let feelings be, let them come at you and know that it's not about you. It's about them. Very freeing. You may even get hooked on this, but it's, you know, as freeing as it is, it's always going to be a challenge. It's still a challenge for me with my older children. Every time I do it and I, you know, afterwards I pat myself on the back 
you did it. You let them be themselves in this relationship with you, be their worst selves in this relationship with you. The amount of love they feel is incredible. So that's it for today. Thank you so much. And don't forget, we can do this.